to all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders. Welcome to the highly rated, never duplicated, most impressive and touted sports entertainment experience. That is Sports Talk with Coach Kirk. I'm your host, Coach Defense. We're back. <laughs> Welcome, the mistress of the airways to your living rooms and your earphones today. On an illustrious Tuesday night in October, we are back in the building, man. Happy to be here alongside Coach Davis. That's Coach Kurt over there, looking real mysterious and Halloween-esque in his uh, gothic background. Yeah, 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 yeah we're here. We ain't here to play no games. We're not we here to play no, no games. games. We are, this is three weeks in the making, man. Listen, yeah, yeah. you the think we were, you, yeah, there it is, there it is. You <laughs> think we were, we're bad off of one week. Yeah. <laughs> being on hiatus for three. Right, uh, right, so right. uh buggy your seatbelts and your chin straps and get in get a drink or two in because we're gonna have some heavy <laughs> hidden content here for you. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say, man. Coach Kurt, how you doing out there? Good brother, welcome back to the airways, man. How you feeling? Yeah. Hey man, I'm feeling great. Welcome you back as well. You know what I'm saying? Back on these airways, back to the other people, what they uh what they have been anticipating and ready to hear. We got we got some great topics, uh, we got some great insight to share. And uh, we just happy to be back on these airwaves with everybody. So, uh, you know, we let's get it started. But please, as you listen, you catch the replay. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, talk to us in the comments. Uh, you know, the mailbag is always open. Um, but let's get into these sports topics, man. We, let, let, let's not hold back. The people are anticipating. And let's give them what they want, as James Brown said. Give the people what they want. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So let's let's jump it off, man. We starting our new uh, segment off, our new show off with uh, what's hiding the NBA streets. And there's a lot of things hiding the streets here. Here, man. The NBA season started tonight. The 76ers and the and the Celtics are playing right now. And man, we are here, man. You gotta realize that is baseball is going on right now. You got yep. basketball starting tonight. Football's in full swing. If you're a hockey fan, hockey's on on the on the TV as well, man. It's a good time to be alive if you're a sports fan. That's all I can tell you. Yes, it is. Yes, it's, it is. Like, it's like being at Golden Corral. You got a full buffet bar hey, of man. what you like to enjoy. If you can't get full off of that, you ain't trying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're not trying at all. So let's jump into it, man. It is a lot to talk about. We're not going to get into it all today. I'm, I, we're going to try. Yeah. We're definitely yeah. going to try, man. Yeah. Uh, the biggest and most hot and heavy topic outside of email Odoka and the Celtics, and, you know, we might talk about that in a later time. Yeah, but Draymond Green playing dirty pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Draymond's playing in a dirty pool, boy. Dirty playing pool, in a dirty pool. Yeah. So if you if you had been living under a rocket, you hadn't you don't know what's going on. Draymond Green had an incident with Jordan Poole in practice that got leaked publicly to TMZ Sports that captured Draymond. Um, no other purposes, you know, turning the lights out, a la Sean Merriman, turning the <laughs> lights out on Jordan Poole in yeah. practice. Yeah. Now, it's a lot to unpack here. You know, as Charlamagne the God says, I watched his, his play podcast interview today, it's a lot to unpack. Right. A lot to unpack right. here in this therapy session that we're going to give y'all to a sports talk with Coach Kirk. So, it's a lot to unpack. You know, it, just to give a quick recap of the video, you see Jordan Poole and you see Draymond John, like they, like people say they do in practice quite often, right? Yeah. They join back and forth. You know, it's just, it seems competitive, right? Yep. You know, you join at me, I'm joining at you. Ain't no big deal, right? Yeah. Um, you know, then it becomes a heightened situation mm-hmm. because uh, Draymond gets closer to Jordan Poole. Yep. Uh, even closer, get into yep. his airspace. Yep. 
And, uh, you know, as I talked to you about this, you know, <laughs> yesterday, how, you know, you get, you know, if you're back in elementary school, then you act like you want to fight, but you ain't sure. You do the little shoulder thing. You know, you yeah. press my shoulder against your shoulder and yeah. say, do something, do something. What you want to do? What you want to do? <laughs> so Jordan Poole took that as a slight, I, I guess, and decided to shove Draymond. Mm-hmm. Now, cardinal rule number one in, 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 in the rule of engagement Shout out to Samuel Jackson. The rules yeah. of engagement, okay? <laughs> you don't shove a man and not have your hands ready. Yeah. You know, I would argue that you don't you if he comes into your airspace talking reckless, you don't you need to have your hands ready. Yeah. So yeah. what Jordan Poole failed to do and rule number one in the rules of engagement <laughs> is not have your hands ready when you shove a man. Yeah. So he didn't have yeah. his hands ready. Not at all. And Draymond did. So Draymond came with a, a, a serious Deontay Wilder type of right hand <laughs> to Jordan Poole, knocking him back into the pad. You know, they got their pad on the back of the back, back of the, you know, court. On, right. you know, so if you run into it, you don't hurt yourself or against a brick wall, right? And he hit the pad and he went down in a heap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Draymond, yeah. He, it was so bad, Draymond didn't get a second chance, or a second shot off it, although he wanted to. Yeah. And, you know, that's where the video ended. So. Uh, of course, you know the media frenzy and the storm after that. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- you know, how, why did it, how did this come to pass? Why did it happen? Who mm-hmm. leaked the video? It's a bunch of questions. So, so you give me your take on the video, and I want to know directly wh- how, what do you feel like this is going to lead the Warriors to? Because they're also at play here, where after the incident happened, they suspended Draymond, mm-hmm. and they, but they also turned around and paid Poole and Wiggins on top of that. Mm-hmm. So. What what do you think of the incident, and what do you think this is going to lead the, the Warriors? Because I'm very interested in your opinion. Because you have often said, and I agree that you know in in the in the championship runs that, that the Warriors have had, Draymond's yep. been the engine. Yep. So where did they go from here? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Draymond must have got, got a tune up because the way he hit Pooh, yeah, I, I thought it was a sneak, and you you informed me, and I happened to watch. It was a three hit or quitter. You know what I'm saying? Draymond hit him. He hit the pad. Then he hit the ground. He gave him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I told him he quickly. Um, uh, when I watched it, I said he quickly educated uh, Jordan Poole on American Sign Language because Jordan Poole's hands. Was <laughs> he gave Jordan Poole that tour. <laughs> you know, uh, you know that's not like. See. <laughs> You're reckless already. See, see, it's happens when you're not on TV for you know you're not on TV for weeks. You know, you just you he had a crib walk hands, is that what you said? Yeah, <laughs> you saw them gang signs. Yeah, that he had that that Mac that Mac 10 and Ice Cube, that West Side West Side connection. Yeah, that West Side connection. Yeah, yeah, that West Side connection. But like you said, man, look, I don't know where Jordan Poole's from, but that's one of them things, man. You can't take certain people like a Draymond Green is sweet, right? He's been your teammate. You know how Draymond goes. Mm-hmm. And when you see it start to escalate, and as you said, when this man is coming into your airspace, you got to be you got to be the first one to get the fire off, or you got to when you push, you got to get some distance so you can see this punch coming. Because exactly. um, Draymond is not one of them dudes. I call Draymond in the, in the Draymond's in the in the the pool of players like a Matt Barnes, uh, Metal World Peace, uh, mm, Stephen you know, Jackson, Stephen Jackson, mm. Kobe. These they go right, and they gonna mm. swing. It ain't no we gonna be jaw jacking back and forth. 
we're going to go. Um, but what I think, I'm really interested to watch them play because you really don't know since that moment how the feelings are going to play a part of this, right? Because mm. um, it's the same thing we've heard now a lot. In the absence of video, you're speculating how things turn out. And things mentally, we feel a certain way until we see it. And when mm. we see it, it changes the narrative. And this is a different time. You know, people brought up Michael Jordan and Steve Kerr and the things Mike did in practice. We've seen the video of Kobe elbowing a player. And, you know, clearly we've heard of the situations with Kobe and how intense he was in practice. But again, mm-hmm. even in that time, we're in a different time right now. We're in a different moment and phase. And so I would like to think that this situation will settle and the team will stay focused on the task at hand. But when your video, when that video has been leaked and you have people talking about it and you know that video is out there and whether you want to avoid it or not, it's been played, it's been seen, it's been talked about. You got pundits talking about it. Um, It could be very difficult and it can sour chemistry. And so I'm really interested in watching the first three to five games because where do they go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know Draymond came out and he said his piece. I felt he was very sincere. I felt that he recognized that emotions got the best of the situation. Um, I, I've i never heard anyone um, not talk about Draymond being the top a top teammate. But here's the other thing. We've known Draymond to say his piece, as I will call it. Uh, one of the situations why KD left is because of what Draymond ended up saying that didn't sit right with KD, and mm-hmm. it kind of soured the situation. Right. Now, this is taking it to the next level. You've actually put physical hands on your teammate. And again, it could be extremely difficult because emotionally, what does – Jordan do every time he sees Draymond and what happens if practice gets that intense again? That's I a very like, good question. You know what I'm saying? What happens? Cause mm. I, I do say this Draymond is a Marcus smart type player. And what that means is Draymond is the type of player that he has the pulse of the team. He's the emotional leader of the team and the team goes off his energy. Now what can be damaging is if it severs a tie between the chemistry between Jordan Poole and Draymond, and then it makes the situation tense with other teammates because you're going to feel it. You're Mm going to feel when they're on the court. And here's the thing. This is why I say five games. You know the camera is going to be on Draymond and Jordan every time they're on the court anytime th- something happens i'm talking about uh when they huddle up uh when they go to the sideline when they're mm-hmm. interacting the camera's right there and when you have that type of pressure things that can be settled behind scenes and we're just men you feel some type of way when it's now out on front street mm-hmm. and that can be emotionally damaging and basketball and especially um golden golden state um 
is a, an emotional driven team with an emotional leader. And I, I just hope it doesn't sever the tie to the point where they can't overcome it. So, you know, it's going to take some emotional intelligence and growth um, and maturity from Draymond. And it's going to mm. take some healing from Jordan Poole. Uh, but I think they can do it. But I'm really interested. The first five games are going to tell me uh, a lot about if they if they really put this to bed, not mm. saving face, if they really put this to bed. So I, I think they're I think with uh, Steve, Steve Kerr, I think with the team that they have, uh, the culture that they have, I think I really believe that they can overcome this. Uh, but it, it's it's going to be one of those game by game, practice by practice. Uh, and I really think Steph, too, is going to have to be the mediator and the calming force uh, between them. And it's going to have to be some forward early. Hey, guys, let's keep it calm. Let's keep it cool. And 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 let's be bigger than this situation. So that's my take. Uh, I think I think Golden State, if any organization can can heal this moment is going to be golden state. So what's your take on it? Well, I mean, I have a lot of things, you know, that take me, you know, different places with this situation. I mean, initially I was like, well, here we go again. I mean, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I would argue that, you know, because going back to the KD situation, cause they say, you know, Draymond is always, you know, sticking his nose in the things and making it too volatile and it blows up when you got a good thing going. You know, because I mean, let's be real. Like, like let's say how he had never, him, KD and never, and, and, and Draymond never got into it. They still could be winning titles right now. Yes, sir. You know, so you know, and it would be making for a very boring NBA because we already know what the outcome is going to be. Right. You know, because I mean, we're going to be real about it. Even though they had their tensions and they, they had their beef, uh, they kind of swallowed it because they knew they had a a good and and very uh, probable chance to win a title. Yep. So they were just going to get that done, and they were going to part ways after the fact. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's where we're at now because I think that by them, I think that they sent a signal to Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins because they're the younger guys of the of the group, right? So I think this is a signal by paying them. And I think they had intentions on paying them anyway, but they were kind of trying to figure out what they want to do with Draymond because he's going up for contract extension soon too. Yep. So I think they kind of sent a signal to him and saying that, because you, know, you can't pay everybody. You nope. can't pay five people max dollars. I, just, just, no. I don't give a damn how much luxury tax you pay. <laughs> this is just not going to work. Yeah. You know, so. Markets ain't that deep. Exactly. So, you know, they're already talking about 500 some odd million dollars in flux of checks already just for the two deals they just signed. Yeah. Um, so I would say I think they sent a signal saying that, hey, you guys are the future. I think they told them privately, you're the future. Yep. You know, Stefan and Clay and, and Draymond are, you know, they're still playing high level basketball, but they're, you know, they got more days behind them than they do ahead of them. Right. Yep. So, you know, just, you know, let's let's just let's just put this behind us. You know, let's let's let bygones be bygones. Let's be professional. That's the word. Yeah. Let's be professional. Let's go out here and win another title, you know, and then, you know, we can address the Draymond thing after the season. Um, and I also think that, to be honest with you, most like a Katie kind of walk, I think they're not going to bring Draymond back. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be, will be, you know, will be, you know, a, a blow to the team. Because like you said, he is the engine. He does a lot of things that to, for the team that's not on the stat sheet. Yep. You know, so, you know, that will be a hit, you know, but, you know, I think that just because the situation is just untenable, a nice college word that I'm going to use. Yeah. Yeah. The situation is untenable because I'm going to be honest, you know, the petty side of me is like this. You're not going to cold cock me in practice and we're just going to be cool. We gonna, like, It's going to be on site. We're going to every time every until I'm satisfied. <laughs> that, that it is on site every time. Every practice. Matter of fact, practice starts 10 minutes early. Me and Jerome yeah. are going to go in the, in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the on the court first. We're going we're gonna to hash it out. 
And then yep. y'all can come in after the fact. And whoever's yep. laid out, that's who that's the other there one won that you round. You know who won. You, you know who won, won that round. So yep. again, you know, I don't know what with uh what Draymond, you know. Well, I'm gonna I ain't gonna say Draymond. I'm gonna I don't know what Jordan maybe Jordan missed that day in, in light skin uh uh light skin school <laughs> oh how, how, how to protect yourself at all times. Yeah, but uh yeah, he missed that class or he sleep one of them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. busy, you know, trying to party his uh trying to party his uh his waves or something that he missed that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. So and, uh, you know, I'm look, I'm petty. Hmm. That's why that's why that's why the Lord didn't let me play professionally because i'd have been one of them you know as soon as jordan tried to say something to me like oh now you want to talk big oh, no they're man. gonna don't, do that no they're gonna don't do make that. me go over there and get oh, draymond exactly they still gonna do that no you, you act like that's not gonna happen no 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 see you don't it don't have to be you to, somebody in the other team's gonna do that at some point yeah. now i'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen if it don't happen before then it's gonna happen then we already talked about how memphis and golden state's gonna have a nice little rivalry oh, this year oh man so i promise you desmond bain john Morant, one of them cat jaron jackson memphis are gonna say they want to the team. They want to say, "Oh, oh, you, oh, you, you ain't do Draymond like that." <laughs> now, you, oh, now you want to stand up and fight. Uh, for now yourself. you want. Now you want to give people face. Yeah. Why, why you do Draymond like that? <laughs> Get in his head, right? Yeah. Get yeah. in his head. What's some Draymond? Well, listen. We'll just go ahead and knock Jordan out one more time, and we you know we, we we'll take you on our team next year. And just go ahead, just listen. Yeah. Fact, knock him out one more time. Then let him trade you now. You can be on this yeah. side. Yeah. You know that. You know all kind of anything. Anything to poke fun at it because they, yeah. they listen, you know, the media might let it die, you know, but the, the players will not. Not at Any all. Any little edge, you know, especially at all, all that rapping that Clay did at, at the, after the finals talking about the Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, they're yeah. going to get right back. Yeah. They're going to get right back at them. Yeah. So, so yeah, you just wait. You just wait. If it don't come up before the Grizzlies play them, it will that night. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that. Is that team that will, they will put salt in the wound. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that they're going to suck it up. Draymond's been really professional up to this point, to, to, like you alluded to. And uh, I think he's laid on the sword, you know, several times already, mm-hmm. saying he was he was wrong. He apologized to Jordan. He apologized to the team. He's doing all the right things. Right. You know, because and I think that that's what they, you know, because clearly the owners and the coaches have no, uh, you know, I guess you can say quorum about pulling them in and talking to them for hours. Because right. I remember him saying in the interview he had with KD that, that the owners pulled them into the room separately for like two hours after a game. Right. And, you know, trying to resolve it. And, you know, so clearly they, 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 they will do that. So I think that's what right. they did. They told okay. Jordan separately, like, look, we're going to pay you, you know, get your money mm-hmm. and you're going to be the future of this team. And, you know, we'll deal with this one more year. Y'all just, you know, be professional amongst each other. Let's win another title. And then, you know, next year it'll be our thing. Yep. Yep. Oh. That's something we lies at, man. But uh, we'll see. But I'm I'm like you. I got eyes on it now. Granted, they play the Lakers tonight, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, you know, that's already a sore spot for me. And they probably going dog us. But yeah. you know, but yeah, I will be watching the, the interaction because I did see a couple of preseason clips. And then you know, Dr- Jordan had much of nothing to say to Draymond, but he did like you know pat him on the you know on the legs, say good shot, good play, whatever. Right. You know, trying to you know be you know be professional about it. Yeah, but uh, we'll just see that you know if Draymond and them ever embrace or have actually have a conversation on the court yeah. this season. Yeah. All right, so moving on, <laughs> moving on to uh, the next topic, which you know sore spot for me, but you know, we're, right, we're, it's it's definitely hot news. So Russell Westbrook, aka the One Man Gang. <laughs> hey, stay away from that gun line, boss. <laughs> Tell him about the gun line, boss. <laughs> Tell him about the gun line, boss. Right. Yeah, man. So, Russell Westbrook 
is in the news again. So uh, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this. I really don't. <laughs> it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's a lot to say, but we already we already know what it is. Yeah, you know, because I had a buddy of mine reach out to me earlier and say, you know, what's going to happen with the Lakers? I said nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I'm not going, I'm not losing sleep this year on the Lakers. You know, sitting up to you know, 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning to watch them do the same thing they did last year. I'm just not. But regardless of that, you know, you have you have an issue. You know, right. just to bring a full circle, you, you know, they didn't they didn't have any luck or, or refused to, to trade Russell Westbrook for anything that that was suitable you know, to get back for him yeah. um you know i i'm not sure if, the, if, if it's dead but they you know, they want they were they were won't willing to trade first round picks to get buddy healed and, and miles turner for russell westbrook in, for indiana mm-hmm. still to scratch my head at that so and then the flip side of that they signed patrick beverly with well, a trade for patrick beverly uh to bring him in so I, I, I'm, I'm. I was wondering, you know, what was the front office thinking here? I just, I just don't get it. Got you baffled and confused right now. It, it does. I mean, <laughs> uh, we just, we, uh, we just don't have no inkling how to run a franchise these days. I mean, right. So you got, you got a bunch of. Then you bring Dennis Schroeder in, who's another special. You know, I want to say I'm going to call him a special case. I don't even call him a head case, but a special case. Like he's, right. he's a, an acquired taste. No, Patrick Beverly's an acquired taste, so is Dennis Schroeder. So you bring in Dennis Schroeder, you know, so you're real guard heavy on top mm-hmm. of Russell Westbrook's supposed to be the a, 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 AKA the point guard or the starting point guard. So you just you just bringing in, just throwing in a bunch of things in the pot, hoping it tastes good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So what is interesting about this is that, you know, we, we, it's a long history of Russell Westbrook and, and Patrick Beverly not liking each other. Mm-hmm. But then when Patrick Beverly gets to the Lakers, it's all, it's all kumbaya, right? Until this moment. <laughs> so we get to the preseason and yeah. they're playing a game and I believe Russell got beat on the on the dribble drive and got scored on. I believe it was an and one. So the guy goes to the line and great shoot free throws and and Patrick Beverly tries to galvanize the troops in the sense. He called LeBron over AD. I think Austin Reed was on the floor at the time and Russell Westbrook was on the floor at the time. And Russell refused to huddle with yeah. them. And uh, then, the, you know, subsequently following that, they had a a, a pregame huddle. Before, um, I believe it was the was it the next game or the same game? I think it might have been the same game actually, where he didn't huddle up with the team. Like he was over there on the bench, uh, getting himself together before, before the game, where the rest of the team was huddling. Right. So I, I don't know what to make of it. I do, but I don't. You know. So we have a a situation where he's not, you know, playing nice with the team, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't right. I don't know what to make of it. I really don't. So what did you think? What do you think about the Russell Westbrook, Westbrook situation before I give my take? So um here here's what I, I'll say. Um, I'm gonna start from the from the end and work forward. Um the pregame situation has been something that he's done since um since uh Hold on just a minute. What was that? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's been something that he's done since he's been at Oklahoma City. Really? Right? I never knew that was a thing. Yeah. That that pregame situation, um, him standing off to himself, has been documented, verified that he's been doing that since Oklahoma City. I, I've never uh, noticed that. But then again, I didn't pay that much attention to him until he was a, a Laker. But go ahead, though. Yeah. So that I wasn't. 
You weren't shocked by that. I wasn't shocked at first once it came out and they they showed videos. They went back and started and said, this has been part of his ritual. The same thing like when you see him where he stands against the uh, the pad, he kind of points to himself. You know, he gets himself hyped up. That's been part of his ritual. Mm-hmm. So that I could let go. It just didn't. But it added fuel to the fire from the end game mm-hmm. situation. Now, if anybody's right. paid attention. And anybody is known, Pat Beverly and Russell have not gotten along. Ever. These are two players uh, we're talking about from the many times that Pat Beverly and Russell have seen each other. Uh, and from Russell calling him, um, you know, just someone who's annoying and he's just a, you know, basically a mosquito. And Pat kind of, poo-pooing on Russell's talent, they really have not gotten along. And so I was immediately shocked to even see this situation happen because, look, you don't put two dogs who don't like each other in the same room and lock the door and don't think that your furniture is about to get destroyed. You just don't do that. (laughs) And with Pat Bev and Russell, what I saw on the court, it didn't sit well, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you look at the body language, Pat was like, okay, you know, situation, hey guys, you see LeBron, you see AD, uh, you see Pat, you know, he's waving his hands, come on. And Russell is off camera, then he comes on camera, and you see AD actually walk over to him and it's kind of the, it's kind of motioning like, hey man, come on to the huddle. You know, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on? Be cool. What's going on? And Russell basically gives him, man, I ain't with y'all. Brush him off. I ain't with him right. situation, mm-hmm. right? And he puts his hands on his shorts and he's sitting there like, nah, man, y'all go ahead with this. Um, We know how intense and you can say emotional Russell is. And now you have somebody uh, that he just don't he don't mess with like that. Mm-hmm. They were all professional and they, you know, uh, they said the right things. But we know that that's easy until you're in the fire, you're in the heat of the game. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my take is going to be again, this is going to be very interesting. This is going to be. This is going to be very straining. One thing I will say is LeBron, to me, is someone who who majority of the time wants laid back peace, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want the confrontation. He doesn't want the back and forth. He wants things to kind of be mellow. His vibe is cool, calm, and collected. When you got this seen and unseen tension and pressure, that can start to become very draining when you add difficulty throughout the season. As we've heard, winning solves and winning solves a lot and it masks the bad. But when you start losing and you start hearing everything and then you add in the tension of teammates, that can spiral a team uh, out of control very quickly. So, Look, last year you had me eating crow because you said the situation <laughs> wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see how this can improve. 
you have a very strong will player in Pat Bev. You have a very strong will player in Russell Westbrook. And right or wrong, we as men sometimes can not allow our wills to be tested and our egos to lead us down paths that cooler heads could prevail and it wouldn't happen. So mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very concerned, right? This is um in the words of five in the in the words of the five heartbeats, uh they ain't they here to see me, Otis. <laughs> they ain't here to see you. Right. They come Anybody- to see me. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. That was, a, yeah, that was Temptations? That was Temptations. Temptation, temptation. Yeah, Ain't nobody temptation. come to see you, Otis. Yeah. And so that's the situation right now. Like, it's 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 going to be a, every game. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. And, man, I don't, I don't see how this improves the Lakers. Again, they didn't make any moves to me um, to improve their situation. I mm-hmm. still think one of the, the travesties and tragedies was them not getting Buddy Hill? I think mm. that's going to be looked on at more than as, one occasion. On more than one occasion, I think that's going to be one of the what could have been situations. And when we look at this after LeBron passes Kareem um, and he's done playing, uh, it's going to be what could have been with the Lakers. So uh, that's my take on it. I know, I know. As for you, it's like drinking sour milk um, mixed with a little bit of gasoline. Listen, it ain't nothing man. good gonna come out of this. And and even if it was fresh milk, it wouldn't agree with me. So you know sour milk and <laughs> it's just a bad, just a bad omen, right? Yeah. It, it's it's a lot, it's a lot of I don't understand here. Like, you know, it's one of those things where I almost feel like I'm being worked like a like a wrestling work. Like it's one of those things where you don't know what Vince Man is up to behind the scenes. Right. But you know, but some at some point you can be like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. The, that was the end game, right? Yeah. I feel like I'm just waiting for that. Like I'm, I'm hoping and praying that this is not it. I was just telling BC in the chat. I said, man, this has got to be a bigger play in store here. It, this can't, you can't have mixed, mixed this team together thinking it's going to win anything. Right. You, you got to, re- you got to realize that the West is nine teams formidable deep right now, yes. outside of the Lakers. Yeah. So you can't, you can't expect to be competitive and be. You know the 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 I guess you can say the face of California as a franchise mm-hmm. and specs and have you know one of the greatest players of all time on your roster currently and expect you know just to be you know anything that's going to sell tickets yeah. you know it's going it's going it's make it's not going to make any ratings you right. know we forget we we passed the whole idea of competing for a title right now we're just looking at a good product to put on the court yeah right so. You know, because somebody, I, I, conspiracy theories I was listening to the other day, you know, made a valid point. And, and I have to say that this is, it, it could it could play out this way, right. but it may or may not. So I'm going to speak on it, right? So they're saying that they brought Pat Bev in and they got Dennis Schroeder in just for the simple fact, just to irritate Russell. So, because he won't. They they know I, I guess they feel like they know you know if they send him home he would just sit on the couch and earn that every bit of that forty seven million dollars he's due right right but if he's gets irritated and pissed off enough he'll accept a buyout at worst case scenario and they and they can kind of save a few dollars and they don't have to pay him a full forty some million right but yet again that does not help the product today no you know so the idea of doing that doesn't help the product today. Again, you got you got real you real guard heavy. You have no presence inside outside of AD. Nope. And again, how do you expect this team? You know, and you don't and you 
If this was okay, put like this. If this was prime LeBron, this is 28-year-old LeBron, it'll be okay. okay. It'll be okay. Yeah. But this is not 28-year-old LeBron. No, this, this is, is almost 30 year in the game. This is almost 38-year LeBron. Yeah. So yes. you can't expect him to play 82 games one. No. You can't you, you can't expect AD to be healthy for 82 games two. So True. if you're expecting them to, to literally carry the load, then the, this, their style of basketball, and this is something that bothers me too. Now, they're all-time great players, right? Right. But they're two-point basket scores. Any team that we played is really proficient from three, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the, 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 the Nuggets, right. the, the, the Clippers. Right. They're going to murder us every night because they just shoot the ball well from three, and we getting twos, they're getting threes, and it just don't add up. Simple and, math. And with this crew, we've seen that they don't play great defense. Exactly. Exactly. And you ain't not going to say and tell me that Pat, Patrick Beverly is going to be the one that changes all that. No. You know, much as I don't like him, you know, I mean, you know, you know, he's not, you brought him in to be a three and D wing guy. He's not going to change our, our fortune overnight. Right. You know, a healthy AD is very formidable defensively, but LeBron, again, he's 20 years into the game. You're not, right. you're not expecting him to be all defensive play, a player right now. True. So, I don't know. The, the whole situation baffles me. It, it, it's a mixed bag of bad, like I always say, when it's just it's just, it's just ridiculous and you can't explain it logically or why this team is constructed the way it is. A mixed bag of bad. Mixed bag of bad. So I don't know. I really don't. And I'm just hoping and praying and wishing that if nothing else, you pull a trigger on getting Russell out of town, you bring in Buddy Hill and bring in uh, uh, Miles Turner, and then we can talk about it. Right. Then we could talk about it because you're looking at it like this. You have Patrick Beverly at the point, Buddy Hill at the two, Bron at the three, AD at the four, Miles Turner at the five. That's a great starting five. That is still kind of sus, but you know, especially with depending on what you have to give up, right? You know, to, to get you know, if you just have to tra- if you don't trade Russell and draft picks and that's it, then okay, we right. still got our bench. Austin Reeves, you know, none, you know, a few other guys, you know, Lonnie Walker and those cats that we picked up in all season. Okay, but you still don't have any presence off the bench, but you still got a decent start of five. So right. you, at, least, at least be competitive. You know, give me something to watch. You know, <laughs> you know, give me something that's going to earn my league pass money. That's it. That's all I'm asking at this point. That's all. And that's it's sad. All. It's sad. I'm used to competing for ch- titles. I'm asking just for competitive basketball. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But again, it, it's 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 one of those things where I don't know where it's going, and I don't know yeah. what Jeannie Buss and Rappelink are thinking. Right, you know, because the moment you sign LeBron to that extension, you should have moved heaven and earth to get the best teams around him possible for the next three years to go all in on on competing for titles while he's here. Because once he's gone, he's gone. He's He's not coming back. Not at all. So we'll see. But again, we're probably going to get thumped by the uh, Warriors tonight, and it's not going to be pretty. And I'm going to be cussing and fussing next week. (laughs) These Mickey fickers. Exactly. Exactly. So. I don't know. So, moving on to bright, brighter things, <laughs> things that don't 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 make me want to uh, drink early. You know, while the show's going on, Stranger Things. You know, so you know the season has jumped off tonight. You know, so yeah. you know as we you know we get we've got one game going on right now. The Lakers play at ten thirty Eastern Standard Time. So, overall, since we started the NBA season tonight, you know, I know we're in the thick of the NBA, NFL season. We're going to talk about NFL news in a second, but mm-hmm. you know. From a, from a preseason, you know, 30,000-foot view of the season, you know, before we actually get into the meat of playing actual competitive b- basketball, what are your preseason predictions and expectations for the season? So we'll start with the Eastern Conference. So what is your predictions and expectations for the Eastern Conference uh, top to bottom? Oh, man. 
Um, Cleveland's going to be more formidable than people give credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see Brooklyn um, get us excited and then fizzle out. Uh, Washington will be Washington, and they will stay at the bottom of the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta will be middle tier. Um, and we're going to see Milwaukee take their rightful place as one of the most dominant teams in definitely the Eastern Conference, but also the NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, and lastly, Philadelphia will tease us, um, with Joel Embiid giving us the pre, um, NBA MVP type game, but uh, sad to say, uh, they will they will falter and let us down once again. Okay, okay. Well, guess my 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 take is a little more cynical. <laughs> <In the sense. laughs> uh, I, I would say for sure, with with concerns me now, they didn't. Uh, show any signs of it early on. I watched a little bit, a few minutes of it, uh, the receptors playing the 76ers. But this email Doku situation, right? Uh, it, it really, you know, as much as, you know, as being a Lakers fan and I'm supposed to hate the Celtics and all that good stuff, I mean, you know, I'm still a fan of good basketball, you know, and right. I love Jason Tatum. He's a Kobe disciple, you know, and that whole situation, you know, and I'm not sure, you know, we, you know, it takes, it probably takes a long conversation to really delve into the weeds of what's going on. Right. But, I'm feeling like this situation had to be bad enough where the, the the front office was willing to sacrifice the potential of this team being on the cusp of winning a title, right? You know, for it to be a situation where you let him ha- sit him out for a whole year, like and possibly not come back. It possibly, but you know that again that that whole situation it's it's. It, it doesn't stick. It doesn't sit well with my spirit. I'm, I'm, right. I'm gonna say it that way. It vexes but your spirit. It does. And but my question is, what is it going to mean for the production of this team? Because you got two two things to play here. You got email not out, not there for the whole right. year. You got a backup, co- well, assistant coach coaching. You also got a situation with Robert Williams, and I was scared of this and this happening that his knee is still not right from last mm. season. So he didn't had another surgery and a cleanup uh, injection That's to promote healing on his knee. So he's going to be out half the year. That's not good. So he's going to be out to at least the probably like the All Star break or maybe longer. So, you know, then he's going to have to have to come back and get in shape and all this good stuff. So you're missing your 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 uh your rim protector and your best defender, best post defender for the majority of the season. So, what does that really mean, you know, cuz to be honest with you, you're going to need him to go against the the I like Giannis and Embiid and those guys on that side of the uh, you know, bam out of Bayou. You know, not having somebody that can contain that that presence is going to be huge. He's a game so, changer. I would he say is. that he he showed Absolutely. me last year how critical he is. You can see it. He on the yes. court. It was they were one team and off the court they were a whole different team. True, especially True. defensively. So yes, that 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 completely and totally changed the dynamic of the team for him to be out and he may not coaching. So that scares me in, in, for the longevity of the team um, for eighty two games. So we don't right. know exactly where that fits. So that I'm kind of they're kind of a wild card to me in a sense. Where they, you know, where they line up because before this all happened, before Emay got sat down, and before we found out about Rob Williams, I was saying they was between them and Milwaukee to yep. be the odds on favorite to go to the finals, right? Yeah, 
It was going to be them two in the conference finals and the made the best man win the seven games. Yep. But now I, I feel like that we're talking about elevating other teams and in, in Milwaukee's still there, but what is going to happen with the Celtics? We just don't know. True. You know, the, the seven six are wild cards to me. I don't know if, you know, James Harden's going to get back in, into a better form shape and they're going to be able to mesh well. They got uh, Montrez Harold now. They got, right. uh, they got uh, your, uh, your boy, PJ Tucker, you know, so... You know, should be really formidable defensively. They got some more, you know, some more three-point shooting out of Tucker and things of that nature. So they could be more formidable. The Nets are a wild card to me as well. Right. Because after all that drama and that, and that turmoil with KD <laughs> in the offseason, you know, did they really, because we don't know this, it's all combined closed doors. Did they kumbaya it up and, and bring everybody together and say, kind of like take a page out of Golden State's book and say, let's all be professional about it and let's right. go out here and try to win the title. Right? Can they do it? Will they do it? Because they're they're built to do it. They're built to do it. I mean, they, if they, they are. If, if they're built to do it and they have no social awkwardness and they'll have any, any turmoil in the locker room, any underlying tension, they're right up there with, with Milwaukee to me. Talent wise. On paper. On, on paper. paper. Talent wise, they're right up there. Yeah. So I would have to put them in two, you okay. know. And um, I, you know, I'm I, don't, I just don't know what where to put Cleveland at, but they they should be right up there, you know, with, the, with Adam Donovan. Yeah, put them in with Adam Donovan. So who's Who's three for you? So Celtics. So I guess you can say Celtics three, them four. I, I would give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Celtics three, them four. Yeah. And then the Hawks maybe five. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. And then everybody else eh, kind of you know line. But I have to get Miami, Miami in there. I got to put Miami in there. Although they run in the back with the same exact squad. Yeah. I had to put Miami in there. And um. Then again, let it just fall where they may. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that was my my expectations is that I'm I'm hoping that the bottom doesn't fall out of Boston. Right, you know, Milwaukee should be healthy now. Chris Middleton's gonna be out for a little while because he had a, a unsuspected surgery, so he's gonna be out for, for a little bit. But once they get right and get healthy, they should they should definitely uh, take off. Yeah, and um, man, we just have to see. But I, I'm I'm intrigued about what this Cleveland team like. You. Yeah, I'm I intrigued. Am. I am. I'm I'm really excited. I'm really high up mm. on this Cleveland team. I think, um, I think what they proved and what they showed last year mm-hmm. as a team, and now adding someone who can go unconscious quickly yeah. uh, scoring. And I, mm-hmm. and I love what you said the other day, which is had, would, will we see Donovan become that wily vet who understands mm-hmm. that to do less is doing more. There and it so is. less of him having to feel like he has to score at a high clip and able to play within the offensive structure mm-hmm. to make Cleveland um, can, make, can make Cleveland a team that is what we see in Memphis, where they've you ascended. St- you stole my thunder because I was gonna say if 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 they if they can do if the coach from Memphis if the if the Cleveland coach can do what the coach from Memphis did with that team, then they go they're gonna be really really tough out. Yes, a little big time tough out. I, yes. I definitely agree with that. Yep. Taylor Jenkins, if he, if he can do what Taylor Jenkins did in in Memphis, then they definitely can make a lot of noise. They're gonna be a problem for people. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Moving over to the Western Conference, you know, from top to bottom, because I, I have an interesting story about that conference too. Because it seemed like you got two teams in there that's kind of on the downturn, and it's all in-house stuff that's causing them to uh, take a downward spiral. But right, what do you think about the Western Conference, uh, top to bottom? Man, so yeah, I you know until they lose, I got to put Golden State back up there mm-hmm. um, as number one. Number two, uh, look, man, I'm gonna have to go with Memphis. I gotta I, go with I, Memphis right you, you there. You get an argument from me. Yeah, I, I gotta put Memphis. Them young, they're young, they're mm-hmm. hungry, and they got they they have a sense of um they want to hunt Golden State, right? 
They, they see, and I think they're feeling like, oh, we got robbed. If if Ja is there, what could have been? And mm -hmm. I believe with that now and Ja coming back, um, Memphis is coming after uh, after Golden State. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, you know, it could it could be anybody's uh, game for three and four. Do which Memphis do we see now? Right. Good point. Yeah. Good um, point. You know, if we see the Memphis that we believe it to be, mm -hmm. I put them at three, possibly two. But again, I can't. Um, I don't see them surpassing. Memphis, so I put Phoenix uh, at three. Okay. Uh, they've been great for a regular season. It's just sometimes mm -hmm. in the postseason is where we see them falter. Mm -hmm. um, after that, at four, I'm, 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 man, I'm, I'm kind of perplexed because I want to give it to Denver, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I'm like, will we see Minnesota take a leap? and surpass um surpass minnesota but if not i got minnesota four um and then after that um i got denver five and then mm -hmm. dallas six and then everything else falls out um i want to i want to believe in the pelicans but i really just think if zion hasn't cured himself eating uh, his way out the league. Uh, <laughs> look, you 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 have a high flyer uh -huh. who has a lot of mass, constantly jumping that high and then having to land over and over. And well, he looks slim in the preseason. He looked like he cut a lot of weight. He cut a lot. He looked like he lost a lot of weight. He looks real. He looked real lean. He does look lean. So that tells me that he mm. probably got him a shelf. Yep. But will he emotionally eat? <laughs> That's... Why aren't you like a fat kid at fat camp? <laughs> That's my oh. concern. That's oh, my concern. Man. You know, he even this season, preseason, he had a foot issue again. Mm. Um, and that's not good for someone who depends on his athletic ability. He's um he's undersized for the position that he plays. He, he, he is, and he he relies heavily on his athleticism. Yes, and so if you take that away, then he becomes middle tier, right? Still mm -hmm. a great player, uh, but he he that added advantage of athletic ability. Um, if you minimize that, then then again he just becomes a good player, but not the transcendent player that he could be. So. Um, that's kind of my 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 top people, and then you know, again, the Pelicans let the chips fall where they may, and yeah. let let the, let the chips fall after that. You got Portland, uh, Sacramento is going to be Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will say this: the sneaky pick for me is going I know what you're going to say. Clippers. I knew you're going to say that because I was like, he's speaking, he's speaking nothing about the Clippers. Yeah, the sneaky pick for me is the Clippers. Uh, we didn't see Kawhi. Uh, what pretty much all year last year, right? No, he played. He didn't play last year. He didn't mm -hmm. play last year. So nope. um, he got oh, he got hurt the previous April. Yeah, in the playoffs, and then we didn't see him all last season. Yeah. So which Kawhi? If we see Kawhi back with what I saw from PG thirteen, mm. the Clippers could make some noise um, and be a very sneaky team 
because they they proved they proved heart last year without Kawhi. I they give PG thirteen a lot of credit of mm. what they did in making noise. So uh, they could be they could be a team that can that's uh, contending um, next year. So they're going to be a sneaky pick for me. Okay. Well, they're not a sneaky pick for me because I think if they can stay healthy, they're a problem. And it's it's sad that the L.A. team on the other side of the uh, uh, Staples is, is more interesting and more intriguing to me than the Lakers are. Right. But with them having a healthy Kawhi and a healthy Paul George all season with Robert Covington and Norman Powell, along with uh, 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 Terrence Mann and and and, uh, and what's the cat name with the goggles, the point guard? Why is the name escaping me right now? Um, heck on it. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, I got you. Keep going. I get, I get the name for him. Yeah. So you know, having them, you know, in in the in the, uh, I guess you can say in the forefront of all this, Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson. That's it. Yeah. And John Wall. Yep. And John, and John Wall. Wall. So that, that second wave. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, so I don't think they're good. Should, they shouldn't sneak up anybody, but they're going to be very tough to to deal with because right. they're very, they're very, they have very, they have a very deep team mm-hmm. um, from a. a up top to bottom standpoint, they got they very very uh well endowed when it comes to being defensively minded. Yeah, um, they're well coached, and you know I would like to believe that they match up pretty much with everybody that's on the top end of the Western Conference for sure. Right. Um, you know, and and most of these cats are veterans, so we're not talking about young kids. So they're they're seasoned veterans, but they're they are definitely a team that's going to be um. I guess you can say sound on both ends of the ball. Yeah. They're going to score and they're going to defend. Yes. You know, so I think that that's something that people need to watch out for, in all honesty. Um, I would almost argue that they're going to take the Suns' place in this mm. sense because I feel like the Suns are going to take a downward spiral, and this is why. Okay. I didn't I didn't, I didn't realize, it didn't dawn on me until recently that DeAndre Aiden is very unhappy. Very unhappy. That he, him and Martin Williams aren't on speaking terms. And, uh, you know, so he was, I guess you can say, quietly uh, unnerved by the idea that they matched his offer and kept him yeah. versus uh, letting him sign with Indiana. Mm-hmm. So that his him being disgruntled, and I think he's been disgruntled for two years, in my opinion, yep. that that's going to that's gonna implode the team, in my opinion. Because I don't think, without having a, a healthy and, and hold and locked in DeAndre Aiden, they, this team is not going to go far, especially mm. with, the, with, the, with the talent coming back in, to, to what you alluded to. So right. for me, Golden State definitely won. Until something happens in that team, if, if the Draymond thing blows up and the team takes a downward spiral, that's the only way they, you can derail this team. Right from inside, you can't derail it from the outside. You can derail it from the inside. If Draymond destroys the team and you know becomes the new TO team right. obliterator, then that's the only <laughs> way you can say this team should should fall off. Memphis right. to me is two. Um, Denver's in there. You know my boy Jamal Murray's back, mm-hmm. so you know him and Michael Porter Jr. are back. So that team was whole again. You know and he's had a year off, so that leg should be right. Right. So I'm I'm looking for them to make some to to make some noise, and. uh you know, I, I don't know why I want to fit the Suns in, but I want to probably see the Clippers in right behind them. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Minnesota yet. I'm really not. I think that mm. they spent they they spent too much to get Rudy Gobert. Oh hell yeah! They spent too much to get Rudy Gobert, and they also yeah. they sold away they they sold off a lot of depth to get him. So I think they're top heavy, but they they lack the depth that they had um, last season. Right. So I think they could take a turn down with spot, in my opinion. Okay. Um. You know, especially if 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 Cat. And and Anthony Edwards don't carry the load, right? Um, in a sense, because Rudy Gobert's a non-scorer. He's a no. great defender, but he's a non-scorer. No. And, he's a, and he's a liability against teams like Memphis, where they're very they can go small ball and and run you around the court. And he can't 
he can't uh, contend with uh, you know quick twitchy guards. Yes, you know yes, pick and roll yes. situations. So you know, I'm guess, Rudy. I like basketball. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm not sold on Minnesota at all. So I would I would put the Clippers ahead of them. Okay. Um, I think we, I think uh, a, a few of our viewers are going to be or feel because they're Dallas fans. They're going to feel disrespected by what we put Dallas at. But I don't think Dallas. I think Dallas is going to be. I'm very curious about what the Christian Wood move is going to do for this team. Okay. But I still think they're too local dependent. Uh, and you know, although they're getting healthy as well with Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back and, and Finney Smith and all those guys, I still think that it's still going to be the same status quo. And I think that if they go up against a team like the Clippers, they could get upset. Right. You know, so I'm gonna put them in the middle pack around five or six. Okay. And um, and I, I, I was if they if they're healthy in whole season with the ascension of Brandon Ingram, I think that Zion and Brandon Ingram and, and CJ McCullough can make some noise and be around six or seven. Okay. And then you know eight, nine, or ten is gonna be a play in anyway. So right, right. So yeah, but so we'll see about that. But um, but yeah, you know, so like I said, I'm not sure where I want to see the Suns at, but it's it's not too I'm not too high on them right now not because too I high think. At all. I think that 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 inner turmoil with Aiton is going to be that ultimate demise. Yeah. They need him. They, there's yeah. no way you can get around not having him pr- pr- highly productive and and still win games. Right. So. Right. Yeah. So that's where it lands with me. So we'll okay. see how it goes. But you know, like you said, I ain't saying nothing about the Lakers being in there, right? Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. You didn't say anything. And I yeah. know that wasn't accidental. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not because I mean, I think that the most part we can hope for right now is a playing game. You know, it, on paper right now. I mean, I stranger things have happened. LeBron can go nuclear all season because he, he chasing that scoring title, and all of a sudden, you know, we got a, a above five hundred record. But I'm not hopeful. So true. We we true. will see what happens. So yeah. All right, so that's gonna wrap up our NBA segment. We'll take a quick break, run a quick ad, and we'll be right back with our NFL segment, NFL wrap up. That is Coach Curry. I'm Coach Davis. Be back in a minute and a half. <laughs> Lockdown Defense family, Coach Defense here to announce that the flagship of the Sports Network, the Lockdown Defense podcast, is now broadcasting each and every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all your popular platforms you get your podcast from. Giving you week-to-week real, edgy, raw, and unfiltered content of the NBA and NFL. And if you've been listening to me up to this point, it wouldn't be a show without Chargers and Lakers news. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for sports, look no further than the Lockdown Davis podcast. As a tribute to fans of the show, if you'd like any questions answered on the show, please send me a message on social media between Friday and Tuesday at 10 p.m. to be eligible on the show. On Instagram, I'm Lockdown Davis Sports. On Twitter, I'm Lockdown Defense. So catch me each and every week live on Sports Talk each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. at Standard Time. That's a new day and time for Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt. Catch me Wednesdays on the Wild Wild West podcast at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, the podcast on Thursdays at 10 a.m. So, like, comment, and subscribe to the channels if you have not already because I'm truly here until I get banned. Now back to the show. All right, all right. We are back. We are back with our NFL segment. So, man, oh, man. If it ain't, if it ain't, it ain't the NFL without a scandal, right? <laughs> It ain't the NFL without it a scandal. It is not. It wouldn't be any fun if we didn't have a scandal to discuss. Yeah, yeah it, ain't no, it ain't no fun if the homies ain't got a scandal. <laughs> so, uh, right. Daniel Snyder, once oh, again. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. is in the news. <laughs> yes. Again, for the sixth time, and he's got five five innovations pending 
And now he's in the news for on the sixth uh, go around saying that uh, it's bigger than Daniel Snyder. This is big business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking a yeah. whole lot of people with me if I I'm go there. A whole lot of people down. If you if you take me out, there's gonna be a lot of people coming with me. <laughs> exactly. So he basically said unequivocally, <laughs> you know, and this is one of those things where we kind of speculated because it's like, you know, people have gotten a team, you know, voted on to be sold for less. Yes, you know, uh, Daniel Daniel Sterling, Donald Sterling, yep. uh, Robert Sarver, you know, have had one incident, you know, and they've they've had got sent off the pasture and had to sell a team. Yeah, and this cat out here with five different investigations between the U.S. government and the league, you know, and people suing them, wilding, and still somehow or another email traffic. Right. I mean, he didn't got he he didn't got other coaches fired. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, he still got his team, right? And, you know, and they came out today and said that they, you know, it's 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 a. Uh, I think Jim Jim Irsay or the Colts said that it's a it's very possible if you took a straw poll that at least twenty four to thirty two owners would say that they would vote to get rid of him or vote him out mm. and force him to sell a team. But of course, they didn't take a vote. They just took, you know, I guess you can say uh, uh, preliminary. Uh, a poll from the preliminary talk, a preliminary poll to say that, you know, hey, we know if we did vote, then we will be with it. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This franchise is is definitely uh, stuck in the mud. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's it needs a fresh start. It, it needs to be uh, clean from top to bottom, you know, and, and I guess it, it's one of those things where, you have to, um, you know, do what's best for the league. Mm-hmm. So you would think, yeah. but clearly they haven't done that. And it seems to be that only that reason why they haven't done it, you know, been more aggressive about it is because of the, of, of the dirt he has. <laughs> so, when you know, smoke, there's fire. Yeah. So, so what do you think about this situation and how do you feel like it's going to play out? Look, Danny Boy is is the kid in school who was smart enough to know that he got that recording of the teacher and in a, in a compromising position. Right. And he knows that he ain't going to have to, like, you're going to pass me in this class? Because if not, uh, I will release this and bring everybody down. Mm-hmm. That's Daniel Daniel Snyder. I right. listen. We call this that something's going on, like, and we said this long ago. Go check our receipts. We said there's something happening because there's no way he's walking around the way he is, moving the way he is, bragging, boasting, chest out, saying I'm not. You can't. This is what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. The situation with the um, the cheerleaders. The situation mm. with uh, the renaming uh, of the team, mm-hmm. that is one of them. That's one of those. If you watch the tea leaves, you got to have something. Because when you look at other owners, and you look at other situations, um, especially with the cheerleader sexual harassment workplace situation, mm-hmm. when you look at the government now getting involved and just his demeanor back, Oh, government should stay out of private this. And I'm not selling my team. Nobody can make me. You you don't do that 
unless you got some kind of leverage on some people. You got to have ace in the hole. You got to. Or several. <laughs> look, in, in the game of poker, sometimes sometimes you can bluff so well that people think your hand is stronger. Mm. He may not have all that he's claiming, but he has something. Enough to make some people nervous. Now, look, we're talking about billion-dollar owners. We ain't talking about thousandaires. We're talking mm. about billion-dollar owners across mm -hmm. the board. Mm -hmm. Even the fact that the, that Jim Ursay will come out and say, oh, we would vote him mm -hmm. 24 to 32, but they don't move on it. That tell me he has some. Now, one of the people we, um, yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. or you're, you're that yeah. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Now, from reading reports, here's the thing. There are certain people that have unspoken but known power across the board jerry jones is one of them robert Kraft. robert Kraft is the other mm -hmm. um rooney from the yeah. steelers is another yeah. those are mm -hmm. top those are probably three across the board unanimous as they sway things one way or the other mm -hmm. but your boy daniel snyder as crazy as he may be to have five pending allegations on top of the email email gate yeah. right that was mm -hmm. under his watch it was um the demise of fan base the 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 off-putting of fan of of a fan base that prior was probably one of the top five fan bases in it and the loyal really loyal them right? and the cowboys real loyal yes to now attendance is down mm -hmm. um lack of winning consistently mm -hmm. listen i there's a part of me uh, i love reality tv right there's a part of me that i want to see it <laughs> i want to see what i want to see this burning day look i want to see this burn down because here's the other thing it's weird how the email situation and we talked about this how um J john gruden out of all of this, was the only person that got hit when you looked at, wait a minute, mm -hmm. he ain't sending emails to himself. Mm -hmm. He's sending emails out and magically. Um, oh, the NFL played that perfect because it said, we got we got three people implicated and two of them are no longer NFL employees. Only one is. So he can fall on the sword. We'll deny all allegations of us having anything to do with it. Let let Gruden fall on the sword and, and Mark Davis have to deal with that and we'll stay out of it. They played that real well. Because so, had they uncovered all of those documents and not sealed them, oh, yeah, it will be a lot more dirt. And they said we're not going to open up and release Oh, on documents. purpose. On purpose. That's Listen. why this all ties in together. So Daniel knows Daniel probably has all those copies of all that reporting that implicates other owners and other teams, including Adele. And he has probably has some other things. He had private investigators to dig up dirt on owners as they were alluding to the idea of making him sell. So he got all the receipts. He got all the receipts. And listen, Look, I call him smart. I, he is these you Listen. better you better have some leverage on people and did you have to that it's this some policies this some this some political stuff it's kind of political now this oh, is look. what people do in politics look we you, we've seen the movies when somebody ends up uh going to their mailbox in that manila folder yeah shows uh -huh. up 
and you with start the photos, pulling out the pictures. Yeah, the photos of you and, and, and that look, girl you ain't supposed to be with and your wife and in the you house. Look up, and you look up and Daniel Snyder is sitting across the street with the window halfway down. Like, right. got uh, you, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, didn't, you thought you was in that hotel room by yourself. So you thought. So but, you she was, but she was hired by me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that 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 tassel bra was was a camera. <laughs> you thought that she was grabbing your face and doing this yeah. because she really liked you. Now she uh, wanted to make sure she was getting you on camera. Face of recognition. <laughs> <laughs> From her to the to the the janitor to the the cleaning person. To the person at the front gate, we got you all the way. The all Uber driver all was, on my, was on my books. <laughs> all of them. All of them. You set up for the word go. <laughs> yep. Remember what you said about Roger Goodell? I got yeah. that audio. All of it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be very interesting. But, you know, it's it's, it's the end of it like this. The only way I feel like is that is great. That's a great one, DC. Ocean Eleven type stuff. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's definitely what it is. You're absolutely right. You know. Yeah. Listen, uh, was it Brad Pitt and McConaughey got nothing? Yeah. On? <laughs> and and, and, and uh, what's the boy name? Uh, he played Batman. What's the boy name? Uh, dang um, on it. Um, George Clooney. Clooney, yeah, Clooney yeah. and Pitt. They got nothing on these. On these nothing jokes, on Listen. Only the only way they're gonna able to resolve this. Bernie Mac is a doorman. doorman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, Clooney. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Only way they're gonna be able to resolve this is they burn themselves. Yeah. And do you really think they're gonna do that? No. Yeah. So you will see. I think I don't think that that nobody's gonna get what they want. But I'm with you though. I want to see it burn. Yes. I want to yes. see it burn because it's it's some it's some, it's some owners out there that I'd rather see. You know, it'd be on a different leadership. His name just ain't just Snyder. You know, Stephen Ross, he need to go. You know, there's a few others too. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if some of these cats, you know, had to sell a team and they, we got new ownership and, and maybe some of these franchises would turn around. Right. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie reference, BC. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is most levels type stuff. Yes. So yes. moving on to some more league business <laughs> here. So uh uh it looks like we're in the National Flag Football League here when it comes oh to quarterbacks. God. Oh my god! Uh, so this whole roughing the passer thing, <laughs> you know, I, I I'm at my wits in. I yeah. really am. And, you know, it's and what what I don't like about this, you know, in a sense, is that it's like the league and and it's, it happens a lot in life too here lately when it comes to big business, right? Right. Is that when something's wrong, they do too much to overcorrect it. Okay. You know, so to, you know, air quote, keep, you know, and, and I get that you don't want to see a bunch of backup quarterbacks in the league because it's not the same brand of football. I get that. Right. But but you have to also have to realize that you're affecting the game in a negative way as well, because these rough the pass calls here lately, the one on Tom Brady, the one on uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, BC, you know what I'm talking about. The Jacoby yeah. Brissett one against Sebastian Joseph Day that wasn't. You yeah. know, uh, the Patrick Mahomes one that was that wasn't the Derek Carr one that was, you know, I I, I just I remember what's in because what what bothers me about this and I, I said this about this last week on the Wild West podcast is that two two penalties that bother me the most in the league right now is passing the friends minute spot file, mm-hmm. and it should be a fifteen yard penalty like it should have a it should have a yardage limit on it it shouldn't right. be a spot file right much like college and roughing the passer. Because yeah. you got to realize that these are ch- game-changing penalties. 
Yeah. Like these, these are the penalties that sway the game and not in a good way. Yes. So, so you realize that you're giving a 15 yard penalty automatic first down for every time somebody roughed the passer and some of these calls are not warranted. Right. You're giving the people, you get extending drives. You yep. often costing people points, field goal or touchdown, destroying momentum. You know, so you have to realize that this is a problem. But yet again, you know, you have to look at it like, you know, you have to protect the quarterback in a sense, which is all, also has to be aligned. And then again, yep. overcorrection came when Tua got hit. Now, yes. granted, Tua should have never been on the field to begin with. Right. Because he got concussed the week before that, the game before right. that. Right. So him being him him getting hit and getting dragged down the second time was just a, a catalyst to propel his concussion to be worse. Yes. So yes. you should have treated that as I said an incident instead of overcorrecting in, in, with the entire league, basically telling all the refs that hey, we need to put an emphasis on roughing the passer. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you feel like the solution is in, in this particular regard? How how can it be? Course corrected where it's 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 viable but not punitive. Oh, listen, I'm sitting here saying to myself, okay, put put them in uh, um one of them big uh bubble balls. <laughs> right? When they crash into each other? Yeah, when they yeah. crash into each other. And that uh-huh. if you if the pass rusher goes by, he has to he has to put his hand on a certain spot on uh the, the 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 ball and then if he puts it in the right place it lights up and says sack okay and it starts, you know yeah right. Right. outside of that man listen um i knew we was going to a certain place when you saw so many rules lean to offensive players you know i got a problem the, with that and, and i'm biased i'm biased but yes. i'm probably i have a big problem with that yes and the same one extended to the defense right um you got defensive pass interference you have now can't hit a defensive receiver mm-hmm. um you have the situation with tackling and the head positioning uh you have you can't you can't go low as a, as a db you can't go low on alignment now yes yes mm-hmm. and and so when we go to this just from the defensive end position right i understand when you look at the uh if everybody remembers the Tom Brady Bernard Pollard situation, I, do. I can understand that. Yeah, not uh, keeping, and, and and I get it. High profile, they're the people that take the helmet off. They they run the league. Keeping people from around quarterbacks' knees, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I, that. Too. I understand why you was cleaning that up. Mm-hmm. But this, what they're doing to defensive line, I don't know what else you can do because you're going to put the game in such a bad position. You're going to make, you're going to now have the. I feel that we're going to get to a place where defensive players are going to, when it comes to hitting quarterbacks, are going to run past them, mm-hmm. are going to hesitate, are going to not want to tackle them, and that's going to lose games, right? Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, because when you look at it's like, what else do you have? You can't fall on them. Mm-mm. You can't drive them in the ground. Can't sling them. You can't sling them. Mm. And now you're telling me that it's roughing the passer when you clearly see these defensive linemen, these defensive players grabbing the quarterbacks to secure that they can't spin out because you have players like Lamar Jackson who, if you are not securing your tackle, Patrick Holmes. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to spin out 
either make the pass or run for a first down. Matter right? of fact, Justin Herbert did that last night, where exactly. he he was looked like he was in the grasp of the of the, of the defensive lineman. He spun out and threw the ball also selectively for for to get the game ball back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Oh so yeah. That I want to read this line that, that BC put up there. He said, "I mean the fish. I, I mean the fishing's always been a joke this this season, but right. they don't hold the refs accountable. That and that's the problem. It's impossible to play defense now, and that's spot on." The, ref, the officiating was suspect in the beginning, but they don't hold the refs accountable and make them, uh, you know, I think which we don't, we, we're missing in this situation is intent. Like, yes. you know, if you go, like you said, if you go low on them, you, that's an intent to hurt them, I think. You know, if you if you intensely, like, body slam them, that's intent to hurt them. But quarterbacks sign up to play football just like everybody else. There's a, there's a regulated level of violence here. And I'm not saying that, yes. that I need to, you know, you know, power drive you and act like we in WWE. And that's not, no. But right. if I just form tackle you, I bring you to the ground. And mind you, most of the people that's coming after him is either between 270 to 330 pounds. Yes. That that if the physics of that is off. Right. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to stop on a dime, try to protect myself and him and still get a sack without him getting away if he's a mobile quarterback. Yes. So again, it, it's always leaning to the idea of of score points and putting up, you know, a granny roll soul versus playing solid, you know, football on both sides. Yep. You know, it's 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 becoming less of a chess match and less of uh how many points can we score? Yeah. You know, yep. And, yep. And, and to me, that's that's seven on seven flag, you know, because you literally just, you Put know, you cover, now. Yeah, you cover I'll, I'll run plays and you, your coverage skills against my pass plays and we'll just figure it out. Yeah. You know, take the run yep. game out. Don't need for that. Don't need for running backs anymore. Just play seven on seven. That's, you know, that's if you want, if you, going to. if you want to have no pass rush, no ability to affect the passer, because that's what it's leaning towards. Yeah. You know, yep. we see people tear up knees and all that kind of stuff to, you know, to try to avoid getting rough with the pass the call because they know it'll be punitive. You know, because those things, it affects pass rush because you are a gun shy in the games because you don't want to get a 15-yard penalty because you might you might lose the game. And You literally and, might use the, lose the game because of it. And we, we've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, when you're working, and I love what you said about physics, it's physically impossible when you have a player with that much mass and running at that fast with that speed. much force, and mm-hmm. then you want them to not hit high, right? Because you can't hit shoulders up. Yeah, you can't go helmet to helmet, helmet to helmet. You got to wrap it around the strike zone with the shoulder pads to the waist. You basically can't go from the knees down. Right. So that your, your, your target to hit a quarterback is so small now, it's like, what am I supposed to do? So – I hope they again. We've seen where they overcorrect. I hope that they come back and realize the intent for these defensive linemen and defensive ends right. is just to it's just to get the football is get the quarterback down on the ground as safe as possible. Right. But it's an inherent violent game, and every now and then it may be a, a, a difficult hit. But here's the other thing. You got players like Josh Allen out here, quarterbacks like Josh Allen. They're not going down easy. No, no. They are <laughs> six foot. Catch. They're they're six foot six, six. two hundred forty pounds that run like linebackers. Right. And now you expect me to come in and just do what? Right. It's it's making it it's making it now when players get sacks. They start. It's the same thing like what happened with DBs. Every time now you see a DB make a play, they look around for a flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what defensive ends are going to start doing. The Grady Jackson definitely wasn't, and that's probably one of the most egregious situations mm-hmm. we've seen. 
Yeah, right, and they all, they all already believe they coddle Tom Brady when it comes to calls because they oh, didn't heard that first time. Oh, they so do. So then, you know, so it just made it matters that much worse. That is yeah. that much worse. But you have to, you have to, to me, to fix it, you can't overcorrect. Like you said, you can't go too far left. And you have to realize intent. Like, you know, be, yeah, realize the, the state of the game. So the problem I, too, I have a little bit, too, is that they allow for, for more people to make these calls that hadn't played the game. Right. And understand the physics and dynamics of, of the game itself. Right. Because people that never play football, <clears throat> excuse me, don't realize exactly what it takes yeah. to sack a quarterback. You know, and level four strength and and just you know you know just overall uh, effort to get to the quarterback, and then you right. want you want me to to you know in a split second the drop of a dime to stop that and and be able to you know course correct and 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 bring him down and coddle him to the point where you know I lay him down on the pillow, put a blanket around him, and read him a story so right. I don't get a flag. Right, you know that kind of read thing. him a bedtime story. Exactly, tuck him in. So. I don't know, but it needs to get fixed because again, it's going to cost somebody a game, and somebody's going to be missing the playoffs because of a bad call. And I, yep. I think that's where we're headed. And, and it may take that for them to really correct it, but some got to give. Yep, some got to give. So, moving on to contenders and pretenders. <laughs> so uh, we're at about the what the quarter mark. Yep, of the season. Third. Yep. Get into week seven. Way. Get into get we're done week six. Get into week seven. A week of eighteen weeks. Yep. So. I guess we'll take the top what four to five yeah. of each of each uh let's say five yeah. top five in each at each conference and say you know we 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 feel like they are at this moment are they contender or they are a pretender okay so um let's start with the uh let's start with the uh, NFC okay and we'll uh we'll go we'll go let, let's let's go in reverse order I guess in a sense <laughs> let's go in reverse order so. The 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 fifteen would right now would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at mm. three and three, right? Um, so what do you feel like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are right now? Are they a contender or a pretender based upon where they're playing football? Pretenders. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Uh they got a lot of problems and and the Tom Brady's at the, at the forefront of this with his off this field issues with his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big time distraction. And, you know, the O line and, and and things of that nature are not getting any better. Right. So yeah, right now, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna see and say or better against Tom Brady say they can't write the ship, but right now the way things looking, definitely look like pretenders at this moment. Nope. Yeah. All right. So next up is the Dallas Cowboys. It's tough for me to say this. Okay. But they're looking like contenders. What? Yeah. The way that deep that defense has been very consistent. It has. Um, I do have to give them credit for that. It has yeah. been good. I'm just worried about I'm worried about the quarterback play, meaning does that come back and push yeah. and press and overplay the position to prove he is who he 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 wants people to believe he is, mm-hmm. and then they go away from what's been successful for for the Dallas organization. Right. But with the defense that they have. Uh, at this time, I'm gonna say they're contenders. Well, I'm gonna say they could pretend it for the exact same reason because I feel like that Dak is gonna overcorrect mm. and over impress because what look at Cooper Rush did when he was a, as a backup in his absence. 
You know, he's probably rushing himself back from the injury, number one, because he realized that Cooper Rush is, is nipping at his heels. People talk yeah. about quarterback controversy and all the type of stuff. Yeah. When it really was, isn't one when you're paying him $50 million. Nah. You know, it's not really one. But you, he's going to, you know, pundits are saying it is. So he's going to, you know, kind of listen to that a little bit and say yeah. that, you know, I need to prove that, that you know, I'm, I'm the better quarterback and I can take my team to a higher level. Yeah. So he's going to press and he's likely probably going to cost them some some games, you know, mm-hmm. he might sell a few passes, throw a few picks with that hand not being completely right. Look what happened to Russell last year. He had the same injury. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they were, Russell kind of mirror injuries. Dak had the lat issue. Now Russell has a lat issue. Dak had the Russell had the hand thing. Now Dak had the hand thing. So it's mm-hmm. just weird. But mm-hmm. but Russell wasn't right, you know, after the hand right. thing at last season. So, you know, for the most of the season. So I would say that it's gonna cost Dak some, you know, some some strife. For sure. So I think they're pretenders right. at this moment. I think the defense okay. is solid, but I don't think their offense is going to scare anybody, in all honesty. So I think to me, right now, with especially with the O-line issues as well, I think they're pretenders. Right. Okay. All right, so what about the New York Giants at 5-1? and one? I still, still can't believe I'm saying that. I, I got them as contenders. Not for the really? Super Bowl, but to make the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not. And Daniel Jones gives me pause. I don't, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think that you know, because you know me, if you got a good quarterback, I, I don't think you go far. Like, that's why I don't right. put the Minnesota Vikings up there because I don't think that Kirk Cousins can take them anywhere. Fair. So uh, I think that Daniel Jones is going to be – I think Brian Dayball is doing a hell of a job coaching. Hell of a I job. I do say that. I do will say that. And I love Brian Dayball, and I, I, I think he's doing a hell of a job coaching, but I don't believe that they're, they're going to be there at the end, in my opinion. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I think they're, they're pretenders in my book. Okay. What about the Minnesota Vikings? All right. Pretenders. Can I, can, I can, you, really? Pretenders. Oh, pretenders. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't believe it. Not, I don't believe not, that. Uh, that's fool's gold to me. Yeah. Uh, that's fool's gold to me. I would never say they're contenders, not even in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> say it, I'll let you go. Nope. Nope. <laughs> burn up. I'm going to burn up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so the Philadelphia Eagles. Super contenders. Yeah, I like I like I like what I'm seeing. I do yeah. like what I'm seeing. Both sides of the ball. Yeah. And I I called that defense being good at preseason, and they're definitely showing out. Definitely. They're definitely showing out. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, man. They're I give Nick Sirianni a lot of cre- Nick Sirianni a lot of credit. He's definitely getting the best out of Jalen Hurts right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're playing good football. So I definitely say out of all every, out of everybody in the, in the NFC East, I'm not gonna say least NFC East. That the Philly, the Philly is the only team to me that really to me feels like they'll be there at the end. Yeah. All right. All right. So moving on to the AFC. So we got the Tennessee Titans at five right now. Mm, Tennessee can, uh, pretenders. Pretenders. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in Tannehill. No. Nope. The defense is a little bit shaky. You know, the run game ain't what it used to be. No. Nope. They don't have AJ Brown anymore. Yeah. Nope. I, I'm not even sure who's gonna win the damn South. Like I don't know the Colts. <laughs> The Jags, the Titans, I don't even know. It's, That's a poop show is what it, it is. It really is. It really is. I'm not sure what that what that is. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I think we both believe that it contender, it pretenders at this point. Mm-hmm. All right. So, New York Jets is actually four right now. Pretenders. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that either. Yeah. I don't believe in that. I, I do like Robert Sala. And got a good, they're building something over there. Yeah. I will say that. They're building something. Definitely. They're building something. They are yes. building something over there. But I think that. They're not there yet. Right. They're not there yet. And they got to face teams like the Bills or the Chiefs, anybody that's formidable. They're likely going to, you know, fall fall to by the wayside. So mm-hmm. I believe in the Jets right now. But it's ironic that the New York teams in both New York teams are combined 
nine and three mm. right now. Did I have that right? You have nine wins, three losses. Yep. Nine and yep. three. Yep. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. So the next team is my beloved Chargers. This is difficult because I want to say contenders. Uh, you know, I'll stay with it. I'll say contenders. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, me and BC are biased, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I think we're only contenders if we're healthy. Right. That's fair. We have to, we have, to have a healthy Keevan Allen. We have to have a healthy Corey Lindsley because those yeah. two people make the offense go. True. You know, the defense is starting to literally round out and get healthy as well. Yep. They, they played really well against the Broncos last night defensively, but not saying much of the offense is, you know, uh. but yeah. regardless, they did, they did, they locked down their receivers. They got after Russell. So, you know, I would say that the defense is definitely rounding out well, right. but the offense needs some juice. Mm. You know, we can't, we don't have any deep threats right now. Jaden Guyton's on the shelf. Yaja Carter's the only viable slot guy we got right now. Right. And and Keenan Allen being hurt and not being able to be that one guy that can always get open. Yep. And missing that. If we ha- we have all those pieces together, fully healthy, we're contenders, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. So, Cal, what's happening? What's happening? So, uh, yeah, the injuries are hurting us. Yeah, I think if we're healthy, we are scary. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. We I definitely got to get healthy. So, we get past Seattle, we get a bye week, we get fresh and healthy and get everybody back. I think we will turn the corner. I yep. think we definitely will turn the corner. Yeah, we definitely need to add a wide receiver room. We need somebody with some speed. Like, you know, speed and a decent ability to run a route tree. Right. That's the that's the biggest problem we had without Keenan being on the on the on the field. Right. That's for sure. So next is the Kansas City Chiefs. Contenders. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, we'll not spend a whole lot of time on that or the Bills. I mean, I think we both can agree. Yes. But they, they're contenders at this point. So and yeah. Eric the enemy is calling the plays. Yes, he is. We are, I mean, come on. We, 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 we don't have to argue that. They can argue with their mama about that one. We know yes. the deal. Yes. We know the deal. So, I definitely believe that, you know, I would say for sure if everything breaks right, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Chargers would definitely be there at the end. Now, yep. if you had to say, you know, because we feel like the Giants and the Titans are, are pretenders right now, who do you think is going to be, who's the cream that's going to rise to the top in the AOC to be, you know, five, six, and seven in the, in the division real quick? Because my because my my pick is the Ravens, uh, the Bengals, yeah. and um, if I had to had to twist my arm, I would I have to say the Colts. Maybe if they if the Colts team played like they played last weekend every week, then they would be there. Okay, okay. Um, I would go Ravens, mm-hmm. Bengals, and. I only picked the Colts because you got to have one with somebody from the AFC West, AFC South. I mean, you got to have somebody from the AFC South. That was the only reason I picked them. Oh, the Colts, the Colts. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go Jacksonville. Okay. I like them, but they keep losing games when they're supposed to be losing games. Like they beat us, they beat our brains in, and they yeah. turn around and lay the egg the next week. Yeah. If I, mm. if, if, you know, like you said, somebody from the South, then. Uh, I like the Ravens. I like the Bengals. I also like the Browns, but I think the Colts, like you said, from the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Um, the AFC South, when looking at it, I yeah, the Colts, are, to me, are easier. But Jacksonville is sneaky with what they've done. Now, they have dropped some games, but I think that I think that the Colts can implode. If Jonathan Taylor stays injured, that's mm-hmm. a detriment to them. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville. 
Okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. All right. So let's, uh, as we wrap up here, let's get our games of the weekend. Now, what let's we're going to do, it. we're going to get, uh, going forward is a running segment See, here. Brian's right with me. He said the Jags are the dark horse. Hey, if they got to win games, though, I like them, but they got to win games. And plus, they Travis Etienne is my running back, so I need him to be good in fantasy. So, yes. yes you know, yes. So, yes. Uh, and you know, the Bills are not. Philly is. Uh, nah, I think the Bills are. I'm with Brian on that. The Bills are I'm, definitely the best team. I'm a not Philly. Is. Listen, if the Bills and the Eagles play right now, I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking Philly. Okay, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it, but I can't. Big I, play I, slay I, all I'm, day I'm on I'm taking Steph. Josh Allen over Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. You know how Josh Allen's my dude. I know. I know. Yes. He, has a, he, has a, he has a near place in your heart. It does, and I've, I've been calling it for two years now. I, I, I was first on 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 the on the you, on the train. You were, you were. I, I was driving the seats. I give yeah. you credit. Yes, indeed. Yes. So, all right. All right. So, running segment for game of the week. We're gonna do. Yep. We're trying to do this to start of the season. We did week one, then we had to go on hiatus, and so we're back now. So, week yep. one, I was three and three. You were four and two. So, what we're gonna do going forward is uh, keep keep the record going. We're gonna review our games for last week, and then next okay. week we're gonna. Pick our games. So, being that we have any games last week because we were off the air, we're just going to jump into our games of this week. So, okay. so first game on the dock is Thursday night football: Saints at the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are favored by one and a half. Okay, I'll stay with that because that DeAndre Hopkins is back as well. He is. Yeah. D Hop is definitely back. Um, we don't know what the quarterback situation is with New Orleans either because it's going to be James Winston, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill. We don't know. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna take the Cardinals as well. They got they got uh, uh, Robbie Anderson as well because they yep. replaced Hollywood Brown because Hollywood Brown is on the shelf for a while. So mm-hmm. we're both on the Cardinals. Yep. Yeah. All right. So now we got the Falcons at the Bengals. The Bengals are favored by minus six at home. This is a tough because I definitely didn't see uh, Atlanta beating San Francisco. I that know. shocked me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What up, Rich? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, but I'll go with the Bengals. Uh, after seeing what they did, Jamar Chase finally had that big game. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bengals uh for this week. To cover because they got they got they got to win by seven. So that's like a 2014 game. No, they got to get past six. They got to be. got to win by seven. It's got to be to cover the spread. They got to be more than six. Yeah, yeah. I take it to cover. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Falcons to, to cover the spread. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm taking the Falcons uh, to beat the spread. I wouldn't be I shocked. Think Bengals, I think the Bengals win, but I think that I think that because they're playing at home, I think they win, but they don't cover. Okay. All right. So we got the Colts and the Titans. The Titans are favored by minus two. Yes. You like the Titans minus two? Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't know. They Titans came off a of bye week. They're they they're they're fresh. Coach, it might be fool's goal for me, but I'm gonna take Taylor's still out. I think he might play this week though. Mm, that 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 would that would uh no, I'm staying with the Titans. Okay, I'm gonna take the Colts. Okay. I'm gonna I'm take the Colts to win outright. I think they win. Okay. I might be fool's goal because the way Matt Ryan played last week, he threw a 383 and he had like three touchdowns. Right. All right, so Giants had Jags, and Jags are favored by minus three. No, I'm going to Giants. Really? Yeah. You just, you just sung the Jack, the Jags praises. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but the Giants, um, even though they they're weak at the wide receiver core, they've been playing very well. That defense is starting to gain uh, gain some belief and momentum. 
Okay. And and again, Jacksonville has pooped the bed these last couple of weeks, and I think that continues. And mm-hmm. I definitely don't feel comfortable with the point spread, so I'm taking the Giants. Okay. Talk me into it. I was going to pick the Jags and be daring, but I'm going to go with the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chiefs favorite. Actually, Chiefs are favorite away uh, minus three against the 49ers. I don't like these games because, again, <laughs> San Francisco was you, you would think they were, you know, yeah, San Francisco was on a roll. You would think uh-huh. that it would have been a very easy game against the Falcons. They would have won. They went into Atlanta and lost. Mm-hmm. And then this is a game where the Chiefs are coming to the 49ers and damn Patrick Mahomes would poop the bed. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs okay. to cover minus three. Okay. I'm picking the Chiefs too. Uh, yeah, they, you know, and, and all that guesswork for me. I think yeah. the, I think with that offense, I think they can cover three points or, or big yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. And Richie, I think they do. I think they do go after a receiver uh, before the trading that deadline on the first of November. Huh? Good one. All right, last game: Steelers at Dolphins. Dolphins are favored by minus six, and Tua is trending to a play. This is a who done it at what four game right here. Um, I'm going to go with Dolphins, but can I go with the Dolphins even though I don't believe they're going to cover the spread? No, you got to go with Steelers if you don't think they're going to cover the spread. Oh, damn it. See, remember, the Steelers have to win. They just have to lose by less, by six, or less, six and a half okay. or less. I'll take that. I think the – yeah, I think the Steelers um, – I don't think the Dolphins going to cover. Not six and a half. What bothers me about this is the Steelers riding how they win. They just got off the, over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, which they don't get often. So will they be prepared to go to Miami in the heat and and, and play the Steelers and play the Dolphins? That's why I don't like this. Receiver? That's why yeah. I don't like this game, yeah. right? You got Hill, you got Waddle. Oh man! But I, I'm I'm stay, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Mike T and uh, I'm gonna stick with the Steelers. I'm gonna go to Dolphins. I I, I talked myself into it. I'm gonna go to Dolphins. Okay. I, I think I think with that speed of receiver, I think they're gonna give him problems. Okay. And most of running the ball well in the last three weeks. I think I think uh, I think we'll go with the Dolphins to cover six and a half. They gotta win by seven points. So it was scary, but right. I, I'm I'm gonna take a leap. Okay. I'm gonna take a leap. Well, Rich changes pick. He says Steelers win. Okay. <laughs> pick is healthy. Well, that's the thing. Pick is in concussion protocol though. That's another thing. Right. Pick is in concussion protocol. So Trubisky plays. Then, then yeah, I think the Dolphins. To me, I think they go, they win and cover. If your mm-hmm. if your the quarterback, I promise you they're gonna cover. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. So we're both on the Cardinals. I got the Falcons. You got the Bengals. I got yep. the Colts. You got the Titans. We both got yep. the Giants. Yeah. We both got the Chiefs, and yep. I got the Dolphins. You got the Steelers. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna record it, and we're gonna review this next week. There it is. All right, so any more questions before we get out of here? It's our first episode back, and we're glad to be here. And we will be back, as always, next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All those people listening to our radio audience, uh, go to the YouTube page, like, comment, and subscribe. Leave your questions, and we can answer them on the next episode. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, in between time, that is Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Defense. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up. And lock it down.